I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very much. Happy Father's Day. Every, well, not everybody, anybody who is a father. Happy Father's Day or grandfather or great-grandfather. I get all three of those awards. I hope I qualify for any of them. Thank you, and uh, good morning to you. It's cool out there. It's going to be cool for another five minutes. Better get out and do whatever you're going to do. I went out with Zeus the dog. I said, Zeus, you got your fur coat on. It uh, It's wonderful. It's just going to be beastly this afternoon. Be, uh, be careful if you're outside, and... Uh, I hope you have a good Father's Day. If you have a chance to visit with your father, that would be wonderful. My dad's been gone 48 years, and I, I miss him dramatically. He was I'm adopted, and I'm grateful. I'm just immensely grateful. Um, we're going to talk about gardening today. That's why we're here for the next two hours, so I hope, uh, and we're live, obviously, um, as per my references to the weather and as per my references to what day of the week it is and of the year mike bass is in the other studio and he is running the boards and answering the phones and we'd love we'd be proud to have your call here is the toll-free number wherever you can hear me this uh this wbap thing has a tremendous signal you can hear me all over the place and i'd entertain any urban horticulture question that's about home landscapes and vegetable gardens, fruit gardens, house plants, anything of that sort. I don't do pastures. I don't do goats and chickens, not not things I'm skilled in. Uh, but I'll do anything else that I can do to help you about your landscape or garden. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. It's kind of gray and cloudy in, in much of north-central Texas, where our home base is, in the Fort Worth, Dallas area. And uh, so some people may be sleeping in a little bit, snoozing a little bit. So maybe a good time for you to call 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We begin the program each week with the Fort Worth Botanic Garden Report. And I'm filling in one more time for Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Botanic Garden, who also wishes you a happy Father's Day in the report that he has given to me to read and uh, it begins with what's happening in the garden always. The old garden road, the road, the, the drive, the, the, the uh, uh, corridor through the garden that so many of us have driven so many times, well, it's now a renovated pedestrian walkway in the center of the garden. It's open to pedestrians and shuttle bus traffic now. They've done a major redo of the layout of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, and this route is beautifully landscaped, and it will serve as a walkway past the new Baker Martin Family Garden, which will be installed starting in late 2024, part of that master plan. There is free admission to the garden tomorrow in honor of Juneteenth, uh, Juneteenth and it will be open from 8 until 6 tomorrow on, uh, on, on the 19th of June, Juneteenth. The featured plant this week is cardoon. Cardoon is uh, is uh, quite a show. I was <laughs> deciding whether I wanted to tackle the scientific name. I think I'll take a pass today. We stayed up late last night. I stayed up too late watching the U.S. Open and then visiting and then woke up too early this morning. Quite a showstopper in front of the lecture hall. Cardoon is an architectural splendor with a bold texture, and thanks to the large, prickly, almost dagger-shaped gray-green arching leaves and statuesque vase-shaped frame, it's topped with round, purple, thistle-like flowers in late spring to early summer right now. Cardoon is a perennial that can reach five to eight feet tall and four feet wide. It belongs to the Asteraceae family. Aster family takes full sun, has average water needs, and prefers soil in the pH range of 6.6 to 7.8, so it'll fit right in. Birds like the seeds, and bees and butterflies like the flowers. Cardoon is a close cousin to the artichoke. It looks like an artichoke, native to the well-drained sunny slopes of the southwest Mediterranean. Since it can overwinter in Zone 7, we plant it as a winter crop. It's, it's just beautiful in the winter. It produces magnificent flower heads that can be cut and dried for arrangements. Eat the stems and not the leaves. <laughs> I don't think you have to be told that. Unopened flower heads can be eaten like artichokes. I'm going to leave that up to you. That's what Steve left behind for me to read to you. And when you see Cardoon, I'll let you decide on that. Sinara 
Carduncularis, no, la uh, carduncularis. I, I may have left a syllable out. It's not a, a scientific name I'm used to saying. I usually do pretty well with the scientific names. Events going on at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Zemsculpt features more than 100 contemporary sculptures by several dozen Zimbabwean uh, artists. All sculptures in the exhibit are for sale, smaller pieces for sale in the marketplace. A large tent in front of the entrance to the Japanese garden. Marketplace is open to guests seven days a week from 9.30 until 5. Live sculptors are on site demonstrating their artistry for the duration of the exhibit that runs through July 30. The website for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden is just the initials, fwbg.org, fwbg.org. And their 24-hour information line on the old-fashioned phone, just punch in 817-463-4160 to hear a recorded message. 817-463-4160. Their location, Fort Worth Botanic Garden, is just west of downtown Fort Worth by a couple of miles. And it's uh, just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Out by Casa Manana and out uh, north of the uh, north of I-30, but uh, in the general area of the Fort Worth Zoo. So there you go. The Fort Worth Botanic Garden Report is sponsored today by Sunburst Shutters. Sunburst Shutters serving all of North Texas. In fact, they also have uh, facilities in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. These are spectacular shutters. We have them at our home. I have the right to say that. We've had them for 13 years. As I shut them last night with one finger each, we have six in our upstairs windows. Well, actually, let's see. We have we have 10, uh, 14. But as I shut the six large ones that uh, are on our very large windows facing out into the woods, I thought these are so easy to operate and they're so nice, easy to clean because they are so smooth. You just feel like you're you're uh, running your hand across a grand piano. Just a beautiful shutters. They are made of polywood. It's a man-made material. There is no wood in sunburst shutters, yet they don't look like plastic shutters. They look like wood, fine wood shutters, uh, either white or off-white, but they also can be uh, custom uh, uh, painted or custom faux stained, whatever you need, and they are custom fit to every opening in your house. doesn't matter the shape or the style. They can be made to match any opening you have in your home. Let them bring samples to your home. They'll take measurements and tell you what it would cost to have these beautiful shutters at your house. Plantation-style shutters. Large louvers, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, or four-and-a-half-inch louver size. They're really great people. You'll enjoy meeting them, and you will love sunburst shutters. Give them a call, set a time to come to their home, or get directions to their showroom. 214-343-2601. Having them come to you is the easier way. 214-343-2601. SunburstShutters.com. I'm Tom McLaughlin with the Callaway's Nursery and Flower Mound. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Tom, very, very much. And uh, appreciate that. I was just looking ahead at my questions. We have some fun questions coming ahead. Let's start with Faye and Forney, our first call up today. Faye, this is Neil. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Thank you. And my question is about um, palmetto, San Augustine grass, mm-hmm. that in December and January succumbed to the terrible freeze on the north side of the house. Now I have sprigs coming up pretty much, but like every two feet. And the rest of the the ground is thatch, really thick thatch. Well, my first question is, do I have to pull all that thatch out? No, probably not. I have a couple of areas of my St. Augustine that are doing the same thing. I think mowing, uh, it's going to it's going to decay and disappear pretty quickly. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, without without seeing yours, I can't tell you for sure. But I think leaf raking it once. Probably will get uh, it probably will get rid of most of, of anything you need to worry about, and then just let it let it decay, and let the uh, sprigs go ahead and cover over. It's it's going to decay pretty quickly. Wonderful news. Well, the other question is, how, do I treat these sprigs that are coming up just like regular San Augustine lawn that's established? 
yes. on fertilizing. Yeah, uh, and that's going. Yeah, your temptation is going to be to try to speed it along by yeah. fertilizing it all summer. Mine, mine too. I have this. I have the same temptation, and uh, so as a result, um, I think your your best bet is going to be to uh, fertilize it now before it gets any hotter. Okay. Uh, and I would probably probably do it at half the recommended rate on the bag, half or two thirds. Okay. You don't want to just go nuts on the nitrogen because of gray leaf spot. Have you had gray leaf spot on? No, on your no, I have not. All right, if you haven't, then then go ahead and do it. You don't need a lot of fertilizer if all you have is sprigs. It, it's, it's not a solid turf. So maybe half the recommended rate, water it in right away. I'd do that in the next two or three days. Okay. I think our rain apparently is, is gone for a little while right now. So let the soil dry for today, maybe fertilize tomorrow, water it uh, moderately. Uh, you don't have to just go nuts with the water because it's not going to soak in. And uh, then that should boost it along. It's going to take it a little while to cover back. St. Augustine was hurt, I think, more in in the December, the Christmas freeze of 2022, than it was in in uh, January in uh, February of 2021. Even though it was colder in 2021. Well, thank you, and I appreciate it. I'm going to get started, and hope in a year I have my yard back. You'll get it back. It's tough. Thanks for the call. Bye bye. All right. Phase line is open, the only open line we have, 800-288-WBAP. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's thirty-six ninety-five. That's a sale price for a limited time. It may be the only gardening reference book you'll need. It has 11 chapters. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening in Texas for every county in Texas, all 254 counties in texas chapter one is the basics of gardening all across the state it covers the climatic zones of texas the rainfall zones of texas the soil types in texas and chapter two is a calendar a perpetual calendar telling you month by month four pages per month what needs to be planted pruned fertilized and sprayed each month in your landscape and garden then chapters three through eleven are extremely detailed chapters covering trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Each of those took me a month to write, took me a year to write the entire book, took me a lifetime to learn what I put into the book. You get it all for thirty-six ninety-five, along with 840 of my photos and uh, 344 pages. It's a hardback. I self-published it to keep the price as low as I could for you. Thirty-six ninety-five is a bargain for a book of this quality printed in the United States. I went to every press check to make sure this book is uh, color accurate for you. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll, I'll give you every penny back. 79,000 copies sold so far, and not one request for a refund. I sign every copy as they sell. I was signing last night. I'll be signing tonight, and I'll get them in the mail within the next couple of days. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. If you want it, you need to contact us immediately. Uh, the uh, ways to buy it, either from my office or from my website. You can call my office Monday through Friday. We will be open tomorrow. That phone number is 800-752-GROW with an O, not a zero. 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Tommy is our pastor, and that's our church. We hope you will join us today, as early as today. First service available to you now. The 8 o'clock service is already underway, but at 9 or 10.05, and that one also live streams at sharingtheheart.org, or 11.10. That's the one our family's able to attend, and uh, we'd love to have you come on Father's Day. I'm sure Tommy will have something very, very special to tell us about. He, uh, he often brings up his family. 
Uh, let me tell you right now about the great people from Mueller. This is a family business from 90-some years ago, a Texas-based family business, where they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Don't you think you might need that here in Texas? They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But, you know, true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. That true value shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. And in that, to those cases, Mueller is just head and shoulders above the others. They develop, uh, they understand that buying a steel building or metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R. 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. That's Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. I'm Angelita with Callaway's Nursery in Austin. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. She did say Austin, Cedar Park in Austin. Thank you, Angelita, very much, and congratulations to Callaway's as they open up an entirely new market. Good for them. Let's go to Harry in Waxahachie now, our next call-up. Harry, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. I've got a, a quick question about uh, a ditch. I've got a, a couple of lots, and apparently 20 years ago or so, there was some of these concrete culverts that uh, a ditch was dug. These concrete culverts were laid in it. On the bottom end where it would drain into the lake, they poured a concrete retaining wall and the, and the pipe stuck to it. On the top end, it appears that they, they built some sort of a, I'm going to call it a catch basin, that the water would drain off my neighbor's property into this catch basin down through this pipe into the lake. Over 20 years, the concrete uh, culverts have all uh, gone away. There's erosion that's occurred. And I've got a ditch that's uh, at the lake end. It's about 10 or 12 feet wide and about eight or nine feet deep. And at the top end, four or five feet wide, about three foot deep. Have you got anybody at Texas A&M that could, I could talk to or send pictures to to get some idea of what I need to do to, to, to fix this, to lay a, like a 15 or 20-inch ABS pipe down through there to drain the water and stuff like that? I just don't know where to start. Um, and I'm ready. I'm ready to copy if you're if you have somebody. Well, I'll I'll try my best. Uh, that's a little out of my my area, but I'll try my best to help you. I I think I do. Um, what happened to the concrete culverts? Well, apparently over the years the uh, erosion occurred, and some of these concrete culverts are still in the bottom. There's two or three that that have been pulled out of the ditch and land up underneath the tree. I see. So the only thing I can figure is is that over the years. Uh, Everything failed, and it started just eroding the dirt, and all the dirt is now in the lake. Uh, and you know that's another that's another issue. But what what uh, lake what lake are we talking? Is it a, a large water source it's, lake? It's 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 on Cedar Creek. All right, I would I would start with the Corps of Engineer. I'm I'm only I don't know is my answer. This is not something in urban horticulture. I'm not trying to hide behind that, but I'm pretty sure that the Corps of Engineers. Um, what used to be called the Soil Conservation Service uh, would be a possibility, and the county, um, either where this ditch is or where the where, you know, I, I don't I don't know if it would be where Cedar Creek is, but that covers several counties. But I'm yeah. pretty sure it would be your county. Are you Waxahachie? Then so it would be Ellis County. No, yeah, okay. I live in Waxahachie. This is the lake house I've got at Cedar Creek. Okay, so is it is it Van Zant, Kaufman County? What is no, it's, it? You know, it's uh, Henderson County. Henderson County. That would yeah. be the county extension office. You need to contact. They would ha they would be totally familiar with what to do, and they would have the exact phone number you would need to call because this is not going to be the only time this has happened. And okay. uh, this is a serious problem when they when they begin to get sedimentation into the lake because that means the lake has to be dredged when enough of this happens. Yeah. And, oh. and so your county extension office in Henderson County is the place you need to start. 
All right, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And uh, I, I didn't figure it was in your expertise, but you're the type of, type of guy that's a subject matter expert on a lot of this stuff. Well, I'm kind of like the old-fashioned phone operator. I know the plug to stick the stick the thing into. So anyway, good luck with it. Thanks for Thank the you, call. Sir. Bye-bye. You bet. Thank you. All right, that opens the line at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, we will uh, go to Mike in Garland, and uh, let's do that. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yes, I have uh, uh, some property in around Sulphur Springs, and I, uh, trans- I dug up a, uh, I believe it's a black oak tree, and in, uh, in February and transplanted it in my uh, yard. I have an acre and um, the leaves, you know, the, it, it leafed out and everything and it's, you know, green. But um, the some of the leaves, not not a whole lot, but a few of them have a brown. The end is kind of turning brown a little bit. OK. How large is this tree? Uh, the base. At the base, it's about, oh, probably two to three inches in diameter. How did you dig it? Um, with, a, with a tractor and a like a stump. Yeah, I dug around it uh, before, you know, and cut the roots, and then I dug down with this uh, tractor. It's a stump uh, remover kind of thing. It's kind of pointed, triangular, and so I could go down and... Uh, is this a tree spade or a real tree spade made for rem- for transplanting trees? Uh, no, it, it isn't. It's made for getting dead stumps out, you know, Ugh. so I think. All right. So. Uh, number one, uh, you probably are talking about Quercus. That's the, the genus of oaks, Nigra, N-I-G-R-A, which would look like black oak to somebody, but that may be water oak, which is native in that area. Uh, that's not going to be the least bit adapted in Garland. It's going to end up in the long run having iron deficiency. So before you spend a lot of time wringing your hands uh, to see why it's having trouble, uh, you may want to look at the long term and make sure that's what you have or don't have. Um, if it is what you have, I, I wouldn't worry too much more beyond now. I wouldn't try any more of them in, in Garland. One of my favorite trees, someday in another life, I want to live where I can grow water oaks again. I grew up in College Station. They were well adapted. They're not adapted in the in, in Dallas County. Um, okay. But anyway, what you're describing is transplant shock. And if it looks bad now, wait till it hits 102 degrees for 90 days. It's not going to be happy. Um, it, it just sounds like it probably suffered enough root damage. Uh, that's why I immediately asked what I did. A two-inch tree would need a soil ball that would be, i got to hold my hands apart now, would be probably uh, uh, 30 inches across. It would need to be carefully sculpted. Uh, it would take several hours uh, to uh, dig it carefully and uh, lift it and transplant it uh, properly. And um, if, if it was done with a machine, the machine would probably tear it loose uh, and, and, and lose a lot of important roots. That's what I worry about, Mike. Okay, so even though the leaves all came out, you know, all over it, it's yeah. about 15 feet tall. So Yeah, you'd, you'd have much better success if you decide to transplant other types of trees from, from that property. You'd have much better success transplanting something uh, three or four feet tall than something 15 feet tall. Uh, honest yeah. to gosh, I've done this all my life. My, my dad was co-founder of Range and Forestry Department at A&M. I moved a lot of trees with him. But that's that's exactly right, and and this tree leafed out with great hope because it was cool and moist, and then all of a sudden it turned very hot as we got into spring. I got to hit a newscast here, but that's the that's the problem. Good luck with it. I appreciate your call, folks. We'll be back after the news. Stay with us. DFW's news talk traffic and weather station News Talk eight twenty WBAP and KPLX ninety nine five FM HD two. A cumulus media station. Trending now. More internet access in rural Texas. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. First traffic and weather on the ones. In Fort Worth, 183 westbound at Amon Carter remains closed due to an earlier car fire. And in Irving, road construction has the left lane closed on 183 westbound between Spur 482 and Tom Braniff Drive. That's causing stop-and-go traffic from Grauweiler Road. 
your WBAP forecast. A heat advisory in effect until 8 p.m. this evening. Today, partly sunny this morning, then clearing. A chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-90s. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows in the lower 70s. Right now, it's 77 degrees in Dallas, 78 degrees in Fort Worth. The Biden administration says a program is pushing through Congress to expand Internet access to every U.S. home has taken a major step forward. The government says it has the funding for a program of so-called middle-mile grants. It's earmarked more than $900 million to lay 12,000 miles of fiber through 35 states. The middle mile is the name of a web of high-capacity lines that carry lots of data quickly. It is, in effect, the center of everything that's necessary to make sure the Internet reaches every corner of the country. Rural parts of Texas will especially benefit. Dennis Martin, WBAP News. Ricky Fowler and Wyndham Clark share the lead after three rounds of the U.S. Open. Fowler made a 70-foot birdie putt and was in the lead for much of Saturday at Los Angeles Country Club, but then he missed a -a three-and-a-half-foot par putt on the last hole. Clark hit a bold approach and made birdie. They are a shot ahead of Rory McIlroy, who played a relatively boring round that seems to work just fine in the U.S. Open. Dallas's Scotty Scheffler had an eagle birdie finish and is two strokes behind McIlroy. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5 FM, HD2. All right. Thank you very much. I'm sitting there listening. I live in Collin County. We have very poor Internet service where we live, and we're out in the country, but it's just not that rural. Oh, come on. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. They're... Uh, They're fabulous. I was in our local Wild Birds Unlimited store yesterday afternoon, the one I'm about to tell you about, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. I don't even have to put it in GPS anymore. I'm in there so often. I never had to put it in GPS. I love that store. I've been going in for, I guess, five years probably. It is a charming store, and the people who are there really know their birds. I was talking about a couple of birds that I have at our uh, uh, at our feeders that um, I, I just am amazed that we have. And, and oh yeah, and they started visiting. This is the place to go for all of your bird feeding needs. I bought some more cylinders, the uh, woodpeckers feast and the uh, uh, the nesting. Uh, they're, they're beginning to get ready to nest again, some of the uh, birds. You heard our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett, talking about the house finches nesting in one of his hanging baskets, and just on and on and on. And all of the supplies that you need are at Wild Birds Unlimited, as well as uh, all of the bird bathing supplies, just some really neat, innovative products. Now, this is not just ordinary run-of-the-mill things. These are highly studied. This is a national company. And uh, uh, Cheryl Miller, Birdie, has, uh, has, has gotten the rights to this store. And she has really done a beautiful job of marketing their products and getting the best, and not only from Wild Birds Unlimited, from all over the marketplace. This is a fun place. Look at their high-perch hummingbird feeders and get one and try it. Better yet, get a couple so you can have them about 20 feet apart. And that way the bully birds, the hummingbirds that are so aggressive, can't uh, completely talk the others out of business. You will love Wild Birds Unlimited for all their products, all their advice, all of their enthusiasm, all of the fun. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 until 5, closed on Sundays, at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. It's Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. All right, thank you, Alexa. Let me tell you about uh, Callaway's Nursery right now. They are back, especially for you. The Soiree, Kauai, Catharansis, the Vincas have returned at your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery locations just in time to give your flower beds and containers a summer refresh. These are beautiful little Vincas. Fresh shipments of these outstanding flowering plants have just arrived. They'll bring carefree color to your landscape all summer long with their 
uh, tiny but terrific blooms. And their four and a half inch pots of these happy little flowers are 30% off today only. Take a look at them. You will love them. They're loaded with flowers in shades of coral, white, peppermint, and blueberry. They will lighten up any garden. They love our Texas summers. They love the heat. Their attractive flowers are irresistible to pollinators, and their abundant blooms are complemented by glossy foliage. They're even great in standalone mono containers and the hanging baskets. Just ask the friendly Texas certified nursery professionals at your local Callaways about Soiree, Kawaii, Catharanthus, and you'll they know how much you will enjoy having them. Want to update your landscape? It's easier now, more than ever, with the help of Callaway's landscape design and installation. Schedule a meeting in your home with one of their landscape designers. They will collaborate with you to develop the right design and then set up a time for your installation. To schedule your meeting, visit Callaway's.com. Shop any of their community stores, including their new location in Cedar Park, just northwest of Boston. That's the one that Angelita is managing. To find a store near you, visit Callaways.com. Open seven days a week for your convenience. It's Callaways Nursery. Life live beautifully. Callaways.com. News Talk 820, WVAP. 99.5 FM HD2. And WVAP.com. All right. And finally, Arborological Services for the finest in tree care. Whatever your trees need, they know. They can anticipate. They can help save your trees. Give them the longest possible life expectancy. You know, some of our trees have life expectancy genetically uh, pre-planned of 100, 200, 500 years. Doesn't it stand to reason that we ought to take good care of trees like that? And then there are other trees that have life expectancies of 5 or 10 years. You don't want to invest in trees like that. They know how to advise you. Uh, They know if you have a tree that is really worth saving, they'll tell you that, and they know what to do. They can do everything from routine maintenance of trees all the way to heroic saving of trees, maybe from uh, some kind of uh, of, uh, limb breakage, or maybe you put lightning arresters in tall trees if you have uh, a tree that's very vulnerable to lightning or wind, maybe cabling and bracing. If you've had some kind of calamity hit a tree, maybe vandalism, who knows? All kinds of things happen to trees, and that's why you want Arborological Services. My wife and I were driving in McKinney the other day, and we saw yet another company trying to copy the look of Arborological Services, the look and the name. You need the real one, Arborological Services. The website is arborological.com. If you ever wonder if you're getting the real one, go to my website. They're on my homepage. They sponsor my eGardens newsletter. They are the ones you need. Their phone number is 866-552-7267. Arborological Services. They're local, totally local, even with that toll-free number. They are only in the uh, Metroplex area. 866 552-7267, arborological.com, arborological services. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Lori from the North Arlington store, and now back to Neil. Oh, Lori, thank you very much. Let me give you the phone number. We have two open lines right now, 800-288-WBAP. That is 800-288-WBAP. 9227. We go to Dale and Comanche. Dale, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir, and a, and a joyful Father's Day to you, sir. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. And, and, and your, your call screener, sir. I didn't get a chance to wish that to him also. Just call but, him Grandpa. Uh, he is somebody who calls him Grandpa, and it just lightens his day. It's his niece, and he loves it. All right. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Uh, my question is, uh, my parents are from up around the Panhandle, up around Plainview. And I remember as a kid, these tall, light green, evergreen kind of tree that were kind of cone-shaped that grew, some of them, man, 20, 30 feet tall, but I'm not looking for that tall, but they used them as like windbreaks in front of their houses. What what kind of tree is that? I'm looking to put up a windbreak, privacy break, uh, about 40 foot long. All right. About 12 to 15 foot high. How long ago was that? Oh, this was back when I was a kid. This was back in the 60s and the 70s. Those probably would have been arborvitaes. There were a lot of them used up there, and some of the older home sites still have them. 
arborvitaes. Um, they were used all across Texas in regular landscaping and for privacy, um, and they were certainly used up on the high plains and the panhandle. Um, uh, let me let me present a, a thought to you, and and I'll not try to talk you out of sure, it. Sure, sure. Um, we do get winter winds. I will give you that. Um, there have been a lot yeah, of and studies. It's on, it's on the north side of the property. That's what I'm trying to block. <laughs> there have been a lot of studies done up in the Great Plains north uh, on windbreaks, and I would encourage you to do some reading before you start planting. Uh, to be effective, a windbreak has to be. I, it's been a few years since I looked, but they need to be 10 or 12 times as far away from the house um, as the house is tall. And they need to they need to grow one and a half to two times as tall as the house is. What happens is the wind comes over the top of the plant and, right, and yeah. dumps down yeah. onto the ground. They've done smoke yeah. bomb tests. And yeah, windbreaks are not... Yeah. Yeah, windbreaks yeah, are not 100% effective as, as people would like to think. A lot of people want to plant them right close to the house, and they don't really do that great a job. Um, yeah, this, this is going to be out next to the street, probably uh, 30 feet from the house, and the house is, oh, 18 to 20 feet tall. It's, it's a kind of a low house. Okay, well, remember what I said. So if it's right, 18 right. to 20 feet tall, they should be two or 300 feet away, not 30 oh, wow. feet away. Yeah. Wow, okay. So I, whether that's going to work or not, and, and uh, do you have a lot of uh, uh, traffic on that street? Yes. All right. Well, it becomes a privacy and sound deadening thing more than it does the windbreak aspect of it. The other thing I always try to condition people, uh, there are times that you don't necessarily – want to stop the flow of the air because it gets hot in Texas in the summer. And you think, all right, which is worse, the cold wind in the winter, uh, uh, maybe 20 nights yeah, a year, I, I, 20 yeah. days a year, or, or 90 days of 100 degrees. Yeah. And, and so um, it, 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 they're not all they're cracked up to be. All right, oh, if, okay. I'm, okay. if I'm going to plant something for visual barricade in Comanche, I'm going probably going to use my old standards, and that would be uh, some of the tall hollies with water. You're going to have to hand water them to get them started. But okay. they will do very well for you, and that would be th- something like Nellie R. Stevens holly or uh, eastern red cedar juniper spaced uh, 15 or 18 feet apart. But at 30 feet, they grow 20 feet wide. There goes your yard. With the, with well, the Nellie wow, R. Stevens okay. holly, they will they will be more cone shaped and they would they would give you a lot more yard room okay Uh, so you have to you have to think about that horizontal space they're going to take up be careful okay uh i've got your new book is there is there somewhere in there that has some of this information yeah there absolutely is and you can see nellie r stevens holly in my backyard you see a tall one in my backyard so you can get an idea of what it would look like and you you will see uh, willow leaf holly also uh, you could you see eastern red cedar juniper stay away whatever you do stay away from Leyland cypress a lot of people want to use that but it is doomed because of a disease so okay. don't plant that um, and Arizona cypress as well don't plant that same problem has a, okay. a variant of the same disease um, but yeah, I remember uh, them trees up up front in the panhandle had little light green bud seed pods on them we'd throw at each other as kids that's arborvitae. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's arborvitae. You'd have a hard time finding those now. They're not. They're hardly sold in the nursery trade. They're lovely plants. They're they're still common in the north, but Texans got tired of them. They also have bagworm problems. That's why Texas yeah, got tired of them. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I have that in some of my oak trees, pine trees too. But okay. Well, it's different different insect, but yeah. But Dale, that's okay. that's the direction I would go. I think. Okay, I'll do a little bit more reading in your book, see if I can find that. And uh, It's there. Thank you for, you bet. Thank you for your time, sir. You, have you a, are a welcome. Day. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, lines are open, folks. If you'd like to call, this is the time. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I like to point out things like that because a lot of times we make misconceptions. We think, oh, I'm just going to stop the flow of that cold north wind. And in reality, we end up boxing in our house, either visually, psychologically, or, uh, you know, that's when people plant red tip potinias, and then five years down the road, they find out, oh, my gosh, nobody told me this thing has a fatal disease, and there's no control for entomosporium. 
you know, we should have never planted it. We should have never heard of it. And uh, so that's that's why I try to encourage people to uh, ask questions. When you check out at a garden center, and that's why you need to deal with an independent retail garden center uh, where you can talk to a Texas certified nursery professional or a Texas master certified nursery professional. Um, and, and the question you should ask as you're about to plunk your money down or pull out your credit card or write your check is, let them own part of the, and, and make sure you're talking to the owner or the manager at that point. Maybe they haven't been the ones who've helped you up to that point, but, but ask for that per, top person at the, at the place when you're buying. Am I about to make a mistake with any of the plants that I have here in front of you that I'm about to buy? Is any of these ill-suited to my landscape, my area? And that can vary from one part of the county to another. Tell them exactly where you are. Is this a mistake? And uh, and they'll tell you. They'll say, I don't think I'd plant that. You know, I'm, I'm never going to plant another wax myrtle in my landscape in the Blackland Prairie. Not again, ever. You can't hold my feet to the fire on that one. Or bald cypress tree. No, thank you. They turn yellow. They just are not adapted. Too many of them turn yellow. Not all of them, but too many. Look at them from this point on this year, how many yellow bald cypress trees you see. And uh, wax myrtles die after five years. They start to thin out and die. And so that's that's the reason. Just ask questions and, and, and get plants that will serve you well. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, won't you please? Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I have lists in there of the best tall and medium-sized screening shrubs, the best plants for exactly what we were just talking about. I have lots of lists in, in the book, but I also have lots of text, and I have 840 photographs, 344 pages. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper, printed in Texas to keep Texas printers working. I don't care if printers in China are out of work. It doesn't bother me at all as long as the Texas printers are, are busy. And uh, these are my friends, Andy and his team, and Jesus, his team, their teams in uh, San Antonio, Clear Visions. They're my friends. They've done me beautiful work for the six printings of my book. It's 11 chapters covering, uh, well, basics of gardening, then the, the calendar, the 48-page calendar, then trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Every aspect of gardening in Texas and for every county in Texas. I was very careful to think about Beaumont and El Paso as I made any comment, Amarillo and, and Brownsville, as I made any comment that I put into the book. So it's uh, a book that will make you a better gardener, I do believe. I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny you spend on it. I've said that in almost every ad I've done for my book, and uh, I've not been asked to refund ever on the book out of 79,000 copies sold. I sign every copy as it sells. I signed Friday night, I signed last night, and I will sign tonight. We'll get them in the mail either tomorrow, probably more likely Tuesday, and uh, there they'll go. Thirty-six ninety-five. That's a sale price for a limited time more, and probably will take that price down without notice. So don't wait much longer. You've waited. That's my spring sale price, and we can kind of tell spring's over just about. Thirty-six ninety-five. Satisfaction guaranteed. Here are the two ways you can buy it. Not in stores, not on Amazon. You either call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, and that is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. Or you order it online at my website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Whiskey Stone, they are fabulous. This is the stone yard you've looked for all of your life. If you've never been there, you're still looking, and I'm going to tell you how to find it. You go to 4501 East Loop 820 South. 
He said, Neil, that's a lot of directions. I'm going here. I'm going there. Where is that? Well, it's basically far southeast Fort Worth. Your GPS will get you there. It's 4501-4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth. 22 acres of stone. If you get lost or you just need better directions, call 817-429-0822. And uh, one of the folks at Whiskey Stone will guide you right on in. It's a third-generation family business. Uh, Mike and Derek Wisnand, a father and son team, own and operate it. The website is whiz-q.com, W-H-I-Z-Q.com. Wisnand is the family name, hyphen Q, as in quarry. There you go. Now I explained it, dot com. 22 acres of every imaginable kind of stone that you could possibly want in your landscape for retaining walls and walks, patios. Maybe you need decorative stone. You want river rock. You want landscape boulders. They have them all. Whiz Q Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South, 817-429-0822 in Fort Worth, whiz-q.com. It's Whiz Q Stone. News Talk 820, WVAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WVAP.com. And finally, my electronic newsletter is called Neil Sperry's eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. It is free and always will be. has been for 19 and a half years. We're just right on the cusp of finishing 19 and a half years of eGardens. And, boy, we have made it so much better. It was monthly. Now it's weekly. Uh, we've shortened it so that so that uh, it's not overwhelming. It's a quick read and a lot of important information. One of the things that uh, I always have in it is a featured plant of the week, something that's very timely for that weekend. comes out Thursdays at 6 p.m. from my computer to your email box. Uh, so that's uh, one fact you need to know. Another fact is that uh, you'll have another of the stories is gardening this weekend that I write giving you the 10 or 12 or 15 most critical things to get done that weekend. In other words, if there are insect or disease problems cropping up, I'll tell you in gardening this weekend. And then uh, the third uh, story has really expanded in the last six months, and that's our question and answer section where I now take questions directly from readers. I take 10 or 12 questions each week and answer them, and that's been a big hit. So I think you'll like it very much. There are a couple of other stories every week as well. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look at it where you sign up for it. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Then click on eGardens. I'm Amber with Callaway's Nursery and Mesquite. When you need timely, accurate gardening advice, count on the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways. And now, back to Neil. All right, Amber, thank you very much. Let's go back to our phones. We go to Linda, who is in North Dallas. How can I help you, Linda? Hi, yes. Um, I wanted your opinion, and it's going to be an opinion that's later rather than before. I purchased an Eagleston Holly um, for my backyard um, I liked it because it was an evergreen. It has berries. Um, it doesn't appear it's too fast growing. It can go as big as it needs to. The root system doesn't appear to be, you know, invasive, although I've got an area that that doesn't really matter. But um, I bought it from a tr- uh, very popular tree farm in Frisco, and they g- gave me extensive directions on how to care for it, especially in this heat. But one thing they didn't mention is the tree wrap, which you have mentioned, and I didn't know if this tree needed that. Um, it never hurts. Tree wrap is always good, and uh, the hollies have very uh, uh, thin bark, so it certainly wouldn't hurt. I planted an L.A.R. Stevens holly that had um, uh, had been trained as a, a tree, single-trunk tree, and I didn't have any sun scald or you know, didn't take long enough i don't know if i would have had it or not because a woodpecker went after it i mean just riddled that poor baby and wow. uh, i saw him up there a couple times and i finally got it wrapped um and it it did enough damage that i finally turned it into a shrub i just cut it off at the ground i'm letting it come back as a and that was four or five years ago i'm letting mm-hmm. it come back as a shrub it's coming back beautifully it'll be a lovely shrub form 
Nellie or Stevens mm-hmm. Holly, but I paid a lot to buy a tree form one. So that might be one thing you need to worry about. I worry a whole lot more about iron deficiency with Eagleston Hollies. They are uh, they are hybrids uh, that are beautifully suited to acidic soils. Okay. Now, I've seen a lot of them in my neighborhood, and they there hasn't been any problems with them. In fact, some of them have been here 15 years, and everybody that plants them, they have great luck with it so i don't know maybe my soil is different here in north dallas i don't know no it's not different okay i'm I'm comfortable with what i said okay so with that in mind i love i love the holly i love the look of it um and i love the american hollies Uh, east palatka is another one out of the same general group and Mm -hmm. it's like that water oak i mentioned earlier in in this hour uh, someday in another life, I'm going to live in a soil where I can grow all three of these plants and be successful right. with them. But they eventually oh. grow out of their original soil ball, and they realize, oh, my gosh, I'm not in Kansas anymore. This is not, not where I need to be growing. So, okay. You know, I, I, is there I anything that I can help it with the iron by, you know, supplementing just that well, tree area? Yeah, you, you can try that. I, I made a policy a long time ago, Linda, and, and, and this is kind of the in-between. When people have water oaks or other big trees I, I, or, or pin oaks that, that were sold to them uh, when they thought they were getting Schumard red oaks, I discourage them from trying to correct iron deficiency because it's a losing battle. With a holly like this, and maybe you can stay ahead of it. I don't know, but it's not worth it as far as I'm concerned. Savannah holly is the same way. And yep. after 10 or 15 years, they just, they, it, it, uh, people just, it breaks my heart to see it happen. But Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, follow your heart on it. They should not be sold here, in my, okay. my opinion. Got to run. Appreciate your call. Good luck with it. Robert and McKay, stay with me. You're next.